They go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You always think the league cards Newcastle Hunters home rugby league. Welcome back to another episode of League Castle. I am, of course, your host, Chris McPherson. And this evening on the show, we've got a, a multiple offender in terms of guest on the show. He's been here a couple of times before, and uh, we're very happy to have him back. He's a former courtesy bus driver who's also known as Newcastle's answer to the Batuta Advocate. He's done a little bit of everything. He's never been quite the same since his dad, Rowan Kelly, left Central. But what he's probably best known for is nothing other than this. <laughs> Mozzie man, Mozzie man. Oh. man, a.k.a. Josh Nielsen, how are you? I'm good, mate. I always knew everything I've ever done with Triple M would come back to haunt me and it's, you've just proven me right, so how good. I'm, how did you get that? How did you get your miss on that, crap? Uh, mate, just a bit of uh, Facebook stalking on Triple M's page just before we went live and uh, a little bit of sneaky editing and I hope they don't mind me stealing their copyright. I'm going to uh, I'm going to go and see our digital guy and have everything my face on it taken down. I think because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the whole audio of that clip now, so I'll keep that. That'll be that'll be rare. Yeah, no, I'm sure everyone's got uh, got a copy of it. How good? How good? How you going, mate? Yeah, I'm well, mate. Um, pumped. Footy is now what's today, the first of July. We've had some good news today, which we'll get into in a little bit. But footy is you know two and a half weeks around the corner. It's uh, almost touchable so long as we don't go down the route of our southern neighbours. Yeah, touch wood. They've uh, they've balled it up massively, haven't they? But no, it's uh, it is exciting, mate. Um, everyone's singing, everyone's singing to get back into it. And yeah, like you said, barring uh, barring another disaster, we should uh, we should be back on the paddock in a couple of weeks. Can't wait. Very exciting, mate. Um, a number of competitions in Newcastle, you know, involvement wise, and we might start off on, on the newest kid on the block, so to speak. And it is um, what they're terming the New South Wales Rugby League Presidents Cup. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be. You know, a one a one year activity for the COVID environment at best, realistically. But um, it was rumoured initially Maitland and Cessnock were going to join it, but Maitland have indicated that not only will they play in the Newcastle Rugby League Open Grade competitions, but they're going to enter a side in this Presidents Cup, mate. So, and it's a pretty stacked one at that. Yeah, um, obviously the pickers had a pretty fair off season, didn't they? Sort of in regards to recruitment, that you know, obviously Matty Lantry and Pat, and you know, half of, half of West went over there, and um, so they're obviously looking to field a really competitive side and. Um, I don't know whether they thought that was too good for the Newcastle comp or, or what have you. But yeah, the, the President's Cup sounds like a, a really sort of interesting concept. And you've obviously, by the looks of it, got um, all your stronger sides. So I think there's a Dubbo Sims and yep. um, there's like that combined Western Rams side. And um, a, is there a couple of teams in Sydney? Yeah, well? so we've got the North the Sydney Bears, which will, which will yep. represent their Canterbury Cup slash flag side. Uh, the Wenny yep. Magpies, who again, strong in Canterbury Cup and Massey. Uh, yep. Burwood and Hills District, so the Wolves and the Bulls. So that'll yep. make up a total of seven sides. But as you touched on there, the um, the Maitland side, four ex-NRL players, uh, some of them not you know huge NRL stars, but they've all played a handful of games at least and are more than solid local league players in Brock Lamb, Pat Matayutia, Sam Mateora and Sam Anderson. I mean, Sam Mateora's um, an absolute NRL veteran. Like He's moved around a little bit, but he's played plenty of games. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they were going to have a... They were gonna have a uh, well, they will have a, a really... A really strong side, and I think obviously they want to probably test themselves with um with the with the the uh, the local comp, the Open Grade comp, being amateur this year. 
I suppose you're going to see a lot of um, a lot of teams are probably not going to field their full strength sides. A lot of guys, a lot of you, you know, your, your bigger names, if you want to call them that, probably not going to lace the boots up this year, which is probably weaken the comp in that regard a little bit. Um, so yeah, mate, they'll probably want to you know test themselves in um, what they might see as you know a, a, a higher level of footy or whatever, and, and good on them for doing it. And the fact they're going to still um, they're still going to field a team. Uh, in in the local over in grade as well, so there's obviously they've obviously got plenty of numbers there. So yeah, so good on for good on for doing that. Yeah, certainly right, mate. So it's um, it'll be exciting to see. But um, looking looking at that competition, it is a shorter competition than the Newcastle Rugby League, so it'll be over before you know. It's, it's only seven rounds, so they'll play um, all six other sides once. So essentially, you're you're only going to be having uh, three home games. Um, three away games and a bye, and then it'll be and then it'll be finals, which will wrap it up. Uh, uh, the grand final set for the weekend of September 26, 27. It'd be great to see if Maitland could uh, not only uh, go deep into that competition, but maybe, I'm not sure what their uh, arrangements are around hosting rights, but a, a grand final in that comp at Maitland Sports Ground, that immaculate venue, would be excellent. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's one of the best grounds, if not the best grounds um, in the comp at the moment. I think we'll be the, the open grade games in our comp getting played there as well. I think they've been played between sort of St. John's, um, Maitland Sports Ground. I think Cessnock and maybe number two as well. Um, Oh yeah, it's sick. It's it's exciting for us because you you're playing at all pretty much the best grounds in the comp, um, best facilities and the best the best playing surfaces. So it is uh yeah, it's exciting, mate. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. And uh, we we look forward to that. And it's probably a good uh, segue, as you said. Uh, Newcastle Rugby League have announced and locked in. Um, they're going to have an open, uh, graded amateur competition. Essentially, as I understand it, they're aiming for two grades, uh, and then nineteens and the blues tag or ladies league tag. Uh, will be um, all contested, strictly amateur, as you said. Uh, there will be no Tui's Cup as such, and the, the Tui's Cup trophy won't be contested. It'll be essentially, for want of a better term, um, in parallel with what would traditionally be the reserve grade and the open grade competitions. But it looks like the majority of teams will be um, contesting that. We're just waiting on confirmation of teams. But uh, great to see that there's an opportunity for those clubs to still have you know players on the paddock and for a lot of those players who've you know either moved or committed to another season and a pre-season at their club, and then that's been disjointed and interrupted, they'll still get the opportunity. You know, in your case, obviously, Josh, to you know pull on the blue and white stripes, but uh, for the others to you know at their respective clubs as well. Yeah, that's it, mate. And I think that sort of comes down at the end of the day. Folks just want to have a game of footy. It is, um, you know, everyone loves it, and bar bar you know a handful of guys that do get paid well to do it in in the local comp. Uh, the majority of us are just doing it because we love it. Um, and, you, you know, you love playing footy, you love having a beer after the game, you love training with your mates, and um, that's why we do it. So to, to still be able to do it this year, um, I think a lot of people are really grateful for it. I know there's a lot of work that's still got to go into it on, you know, the clubs have got to do it. Um, they're doing it with, you know, less staff and less resources and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think everyone's really grateful that we are still going to, you know, all get to go out and lace the boots up and... Um, and play a bit of footy, mate. It's, uh, it's really exciting. Yeah, certainly, mate. And um, when you talk about those players, that uh, and there will be some that will still take the field, uh, even though they would have been on paid contracts previously. And you know, I'm sure, I'm sure some of your mates that you could you could name drop on that would have been on big bucks that are taking the cut and still playing. I'm sure you know names like Tim Christie and Matt Herman are probably amongst them. Yeah, Herman in particular, mate. Like he's been getting like paid overs at West for for a long time now, and he's um he's still going to have a run this year. And, Tim Christie, he's another, you know, mate. He, he's been, you know, stealing away from every club he's been at. Um, he's he's taking a cut. He's still going to have a run. Um, so yeah, mate. So it is, it is good to see a lot of those guys as well that uh, were in and you know de- decent coins still still going to be out there having a game. It's uh, yeah, it's exciting. 
yeah, look, at the end of the day, and, and we do make light of some of those boys, especially the ones that we know quite well. Um, you know, if you've got the opportunity to make some money, then that's great. But it's good to see, as you said, them still, you know, just playing for the love of it, that you can't uh, hold it against the bloke just because he's a bit better footballer than uh, certainly me and, and possibly you, mate, especially <laughs> after a bung knee, um, that they, they get paid oh, mate, and, and was, we're paying their wages. <laughs> I was shit when my knee was good, mate. <laughs> hey, it's, it's good now, though, because you can go, look, you know, what would have been if I hadn't blown my knee? I've been doing that for years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing, mate. I'm milking the tits off it, so I'll, ke- I'll keep that up. Yeah, I was, I was going to be a late bloomer, boys. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was going to be like, like Rossi. I was waiting for that, you know, waiting <laughs> to crack the NRL when I was 28. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, mate. Exactly right. So, uh, but yeah, certainly interesting to see. And, and we'll, we'll await, I think we'll know more in the next probably seven to 10 days. And it is going to leave quite a short window for the draws and things to be released. Um, and in regards to which teams are entering two sides, one sides, or if any clubs uh, are in fact not entering any sides at all. So, um, it's going to be a watch this space and the beneficiary of it is probably going to be the, the next competition we talk about, mate, which is the Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League. Um, formerly yep. the Newcastle and Hunter, also known Lower Hunter Second Division. It's got 101 different names it's gone by over the years. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that we've, we're seeing some names linked to some of the clubs already, but one of the big things is we've seen a couple of clubs go by the wayside and a couple of those in sort of your neck of the woods, mate, in Belmont South and Windale. Yeah, crazy. Uh, we were talking about that before. Um, Windale, I think you said that in the you know fifty nine years or fifty eight years or whatever they've never not had a team in the uh, in the comp, so that's uh, that's that's disappointing for them. But again, like it's it's extreme circumstances you're talking about. You know, COVID's thrown the whole world on its head. So for you know, it's pretty understandable for sides. You know, for whatever reason, if they can't get a team in this year, um, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, it's not you know that big a deal. But it is you know it is disappointing for a lot of people, and it's a, it's a bit of an anomaly, but. Uh, yeah, window and, and like you like said with Belmont South as well. You know they're pretty they're pretty proud clubs out this way. The boys love their footy and everything that comes with it. Um, so yeah, no disappointing to say they won't won't have teams in the comp this year, but I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be back uh, bigger and better next year for it. Yeah, certainly, mate. And that's that's the one thing that we do hope for. There's been a number of clubs that have sort of gone by the wayside in recent times um, for this season, and we hope to see them all back in 2021. And you know it's remiss of me to only name those two. Obviously, there's quite a few others, um, and. I don't doubt I'll miss some, but, you know, the likes of Tea Gardens, Patterson River, uh, Hinton, Clarence Town have all um, withdrawn from the competition in uh, the last couple of months. So we hope to see them all back. Uh, Awabakal as well, who looked like they were really building to something with signing Brad Ty. So we hope that they can keep him out there for 2021 and, and continue to build because to have a really good uh, Indigenous footprint club alongside Maitland United up in Maitland as well is, uh, I think, really good for the competition. And we previously had the Newcastle All Blacks who... Um, while they had their challenges, were you know put on some entertaining football on their day. So I, I think we all know that the indigenous element of local footy is, is huge, especially in our competition. And uh, we look forward to seeing hopefully a Wobbicall, uh take the competition by the scruff of the neck in 2021. Yeah, fingers crossed. Like you say, mate, they're all uh, all those clubs that you just mentioned there can can make it back next year and and everything kind of returns to some kind of normality. I think it's uh, you know Newcastle's a big footy town. Everyone loves their footy, so it's um, yeah, fingers crossed. Everyone's back bigger and better next year. Yeah, correct. The one beneficiary we do have uh, in terms of Newcastle and Hunter is obviously seeing some teams come down from Group 21, which has withdrawn their competition. Um, we have Singleton, enter, it looks like at this stage, they'll enter two sides and Greta Branks and Colts will enter one. So you'd expect their top sides each will um, feature heavily in that Newcastle and Hunter community A grade, Josh. Yeah, you would think well and truly. Um, they're, they're strong clubs at the best times. We went up and we had a trial against Aberdeen uh, a couple of years ago and uh, got back. It's uh, it tough footy, mate. There's plenty of Plenty of quality footballers running around up there, and like you say, that you know, Colmont and Towns, they love their footy. Um, so yeah, that'll be awesome to see 
Um, and it's a bit of variety as well. You, you know, you've seen teams that you, you're not used to seeing down this way and they play against um, sides that they're not used to playing against. So it's, um, it could, it, you know, it's, it's got all the makings of, you know, this year everything's a bit different, like you say, with the President's Cup and having those guys down in our comp. So it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting year, mate, how the footy goes ahead. Um, it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so too, mate. And I think everyone's chomping at the bit. We've had no sport for the best part of four and a half months. By the time it comes around, the uh, cricket season got called off in the first week of uh, March. Even the Knights, you know, they got pulled up with no crowds. We're starting to see this weekend in big news, you can get a one-game Central Coast membership to the Warriors at the moment. There's still a few on sale, so you can be a Warriors member and attend the game this weekend down at Gosford. Um, yeah, two good. sides not in great form but the Warriors have done a lot to sacrifice for the comp so I hope they get a good crowd down there at Gosford behind them but uh, yeah I think everyone's just going to be chomping at the bit mate and we, we hinted at it in the opener uh, the big news today we've moved to stage four of social distancing rules which means total attendance at an outdoor venue of 500 people yeah that's great so that's, that, that hopefully means that there'll be you know some people um, allowed to to come and watch whatever footy's on. I think we were saying before, like it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you know, if you've got 500 people, you've got to factor into that your players. You've got four, you know, what do we say? Potentially four grades of players for both teams. Yeah, um, around 150 mark, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, any staff and coaches, anyone that might be working at the canteen or the beer tent. Um, but yeah, like, like you know, fingers crossed that that's still out to what? What do you maybe two or three hundred people to come and and watch a game of footy, and, and uh, I think, like you say, people will be singing, mate. There's been um, there's been no footy on, and, and there's not much better on a Sunday, you know, um, getting down here, you know, what you know, St John Oval, or if you're at Townsend, or wherever you're going to watch your footy. Um, yeah, I think people will be really keen, mate. So hopefully we can get to the stage where they're relaxed. Uh, is it a thousand the next step? I, I, I think so. It's either going to be a, well, depending on what they go to, but I believe a thousand, and and all being well. Um, and again, don't hold me to this. I believe it's the first of August is stage five. But uh, obviously, we've seen what our uh, Mexican brethren yeah. have done when they've balls it up a little bit, which you know probably means that Sydney, yeah. Sydney might host an AFL grand final just to mix everything else in, mate. So we'll have plenty of sporting those, opportunities. But those bloody latte drinkers down south. But no, nah, it's uh, it is exciting, mate. Hopefully, hopefully we see some crowds back at the footy footy sooner rather than later because uh, it's 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 great. Yeah, certainly is, mate. And um, yeah, we look forward to seeing what comes out of those Newcastle and Hunter Community Rugby League draws. They're, um, they're coming soon, I believe, in the next week to 10 days. Uh, with footy, as I said, about 17 days away as we look at it now, 16 and a half if you're counting by the hour. Uh, <laughs> at, at this stage, though, I think the numbers are looking still pretty good. They're looking north of 30 men's teams. Um, the ladies' tag should have up around the 16 teams and, and 9 or 10 in the ladies' tackle. So still going to be plenty of football around, you know, and... There's plenty of good team names. No matter where you are, you know, you've got teams, you know, as we said, Singleton and Greeter, Dudley, Dora Creek, uh, Maitland United, Thornton, Fingal Bay. Uh, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, the likes of, we've got Tall Timbers down on the Central Coast, Budgie Boy, Shortland Walls and Hamilton, Raymond Terrace. They're everywhere, mate. So you can get to a local game no matter what's happening, uh, which, which is really exciting. Add in, you know, your uh, standard district clubs of your, you know, Central West Lakes and uh, Macquarie down around the water. Um, you've got South, obviously, Cessnock, Maitland and Curry as well. So, and add in Maitland's President's Cup, you know, there'll be plenty of footy to, more footy than you can poke a stick at. How good, how good. Now, mate, uh, we're going to get into the bit that uh, everyone tunes in for, and that is the viewer or listener questions. Listener questions is probably a bit better. They're not, they're no one, no one's, if they're viewing this, they're just staring at a podcast logo. And, or that could be Daniel I com- Nielsen. Uh, I completely forgot about this too. I've, 
I've been uh, I've been on the other end of this where you've you've asked for a couple of questions and I've picked a few bikes up and then when you ask me to jump on again I completely forgot that this would happen so I'm uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna get blindsided here so this would be good yeah that's all right mate we'll keep it nice and easy there's only four of them um so and and I'm, and we'll see if you can figure out who they are I'm sure you'll figure out I reckon three out of four you'll nail who they are uh, so question number one mate at Snorky Baker how, how's your Edric Lee going carrying around your off season rig. <laughs> oh, me good mate, Corey Baker. Yeah, he's got. Uh, they reckon when Corey does a bit of backstroke down at the Meriwether Bars, the shark alarm goes off. his nose is that big. <laughs> so appreciate the question, mate. But uh, yeah, mate, I. Uh, it's not the first time I've done it. Turned up to preseason in absolutely awful shape, and probably done my uh, my knee no favors either. So trying to. Uh, it was it was funny. Like I think I was about 104, 105 or something stupid when I got back. Wow. Um, after Christie. And then I got down to about 97 just before the COVID break. And then I'm back up to about 103 now. <laughs> so I've got, uh, I've got a little bit of work to do in the next two weeks. So, hey, but, that's uh, that's I'm glad, I'm, glad Corey, I'm glad Corey noticed, but it, it wasn't hard to miss. But I uh, appreciate that, mate. Cheers. Mate, and, and we might let you give yourself <laughs> a little plug here because he did also uh, query about um, whether or not you're uh, – we talked about it. We said that you were Newcastle's answer. He said it might be a poor man's Batuta advocate, mate. The Daily Blue, it's a good chuckle for people on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funny story. I actually, um, I had a massive blue with me, boss, um, father of uh, father of Zach and Jacob Hosking. He's my boss at uh, the mule. On the, um, the mule, the great mule Hosking, the manly mule. And I had a bit of a blue with him at work, um, going back a bit now, just just sort of mid COVID. Um, and he stood me down for a couple of weeks. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just at home twiddling my thumbs, and it's something I wanted to do for a while. Um, obviously, like everyone, I fucking love the Batuta Advocate and. I thought um, I thought it'd be funny to just do kind of a Newcastle version of it. So I had I had plenty of spare time, obviously, with uh, with not being at work. So just launched into a few articles, and and it's just gone from there, mate. So it's, it's just a bit of fun. It's uh, it's good, and just it's, it's mostly the stories about the boys at Scaffling now. So it's good. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed it, mate. And um, I, I personally uh, was quite uh, taken by the Hamilton Hawks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. yeah. It's really good. I do. I, I love it. I get up a few. I get a few inboxes every now and then. People want me to do stories about this, that, and the other. And uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, mate. It's good. Yeah, no, I love it, mate. Next one is at Gaptooth Terry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't we see the same passion out of you that we see out of your red-headed brother Corey Horsborough? Um, that's a good question, Corey. Yeah, Corey Horsborough is um, he's, he's a bit more. He's a few shades broader than I am. Um, and I think he's probably getting paid a little bit more than than me as well. So, so what, what you're saying is, it, what you're saying is, if Central dip into their pockets a little bit more, you'll 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 uh, layer up for the crowds a bit more. Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'll start having a go when they start paying me properly. <laughs> yeah, no, Corey Horsburgh. Yeah, I tell you what, you, you'll hopefully touch wood. You'll never see me cry like Corey Horsburgh did the other night, though. That was um, that was tough to watch the poor bugger. He got fouled up, didn't he? Mate, I reckon if we saw that from you, it might be at about five a.m. on Mad Monday. That'd be the likely time for that. Oh yeah, oh, it's happened, but never on the field. <laughs> there has been tears shed, but never, um, never on the paddock. All right, mate. Next one up uh, at Fireman Dan. Uh, is it tr- <laughs> <laughs> is it true you got a written warning for trying to steal uh, your boss's at Triple M cigarettes at a staff party, and then next day called in sick to avoid the embarrassment of having to deal with it? Um, first part of that's not true. I don't think I got a written warning for pinching anyone's durries, but the second part's definitely true. I, um, I, yeah, I was on the piss of the, 
at a star function and then stupidly called in sick at about six o'clock when I was, you know, at a six thirty start. So yeah, that's uh first part of that's a porky I've always got my own diary. But um Yeah, nothing like that, mate. And now to wrap up uh the the final one and let me just dig out the uh, username on this one, mate. I've just misplaced it one second. Um so the use <laughs> The username is uh, Don't Tell Jesse, and it's just touching on the earlier question um, and your red hair. Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> Don't tell Jesse. Who could that be? Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, as with all good redheads, I'm a, uh, I'm a true a true fan of pants and fire crotch, So it's, uh, but I still managed to pull a good thought, Mrs. So I must be a decent bloke, even though I'm a shit thought, I guess. Uh, you're, de- you're definitely in my, in my uh, Donald Bradman class with me, mate. So don't worry about that. As, as, yeah. are, a few, as are a few of those people in that group throwing yeah. questions. Yeah, Rich, that's Rich, <laughs> if that was Corey Baker, that's very audacious. He misses an absolute glamour and he's fucking awful. But anyway, <laughs> I think there's plenty of them getting around in the um, Newcastle comp. Trent Merrins is informed. Yeah, Trent exactly Merrins. right, mate. There's plenty of us. We all do well. So, mate, yeah. um, just, just to wrap up, uh, I guess if, if anyone is looking to uh, follow the Daily Blue, where do they find you? Yeah, I think it's at Daily Blue, uh, at the Daily Blue. So yeah, it's just uh, it's plot. It's just basically me writing fake news stories. So it's, uh, it's I'll, all I'll correct, I'll, I've just found it. I'll correct you. It's Daily Blue News. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't even <laughs> know. Uh, mate, and uh, yeah, we do appreciate your time, uh, mate. And yeah, I, I encourage everyone to check out Daily Blue News and. As you said, you know, if uh, people have got good good gags, for you can do some stuff by request when there's some gaps in the schedule. So uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty in the footy season. My, I run out of ideas pretty quickly too, so I should sure if you've got anything you want me to write about. <laughs> yeah, lovely, mate. Well, thank you very much again, as always, mate. Um, I think you're up to the third or fourth appearance on the show now, so... Uh, yeah, really... repeat offender. Yeah, yeah exactly. Am I the most? Have I got the most, mate? Am I uh, the most, you'd, you'd be up sure. there. You'd be up there. It'd either be yeah, yourself or, or maybe your... your uh, Former Triple M mate uh, D Nielsen, one of one of the two. Oh yeah, um, well, yeah, yeah. He's, he's jumping on for a, for a bit more of a serious uh, pod next week. Uh, we, we're uh, interviewing the uh, the great OC for our League Castle oh, Legends, yeah, and we're going to share that with what's new in the castle, which is Nilso's podcast covering all the Newcastle stuff, which is a good one to check out as well. Yeah, he's been busy with that. He's doing well with that. It's good. Good. He is, mate. Good to see him putting his um, gift of the gab like myself to good use. Good man. Good on you. It's good. Hey, thanks for having us, mate. Always, uh, always good fun. No worries at all, mate. We'll let you go, and uh, I'm sure I'll see you around the trap shortly at a game of footy. You will, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, boy. Bye. That was, of course, Josh Nielsen, uh, Central Newcastle footballer uh, and uh, part-time Batuta advocate, uh, replica agent uh, with Daily Blue News on Instagram. Give it a look. Uh, a big thank you also to our sponsors, uh, Newey Threads, who without who we wouldn't get the show up and around each week. Uh, we really appreciate their support. Check out their stuff on Facebook and their website. Make sure to check out all of our social media channels. We've got, uh, obviously, Instagram and Twitter, which is LeagueCastleAU, and LeagueCastleAUS on Facebook. Or just search for LeagueCastle on any of those platforms. Get involved. Let us know if you'd like to be on the show. If you're involved with one of the local clubs, the more the merrier, uh, whether that's someone from, you know, around the Newcastle competitions or as we've expanded our horizons to the Central Coast this year, that's also uh, more than welcome. Keep on counting down. It's only 16 sleeps till the footy season now. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of our podcast. We love all the feedback, so get around it, and we will catch you all next week. We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. Come on.
you're listening to League Cup, Newcastle are Hunters home rugby league.